Welcome to another episode of the Pizza Pixel Podcast. My name is Carrie Woodham, and I've been reviewing games for over 25 years. I started at first with the Dallas Morning News, and currently I write at GamerDad.com. It's not my full-time job, but I've been doing that on the side all this time. Now, I've got six other brothers, and they are all helping bring me to the 21st century with podcasts and videos now. So uh, today I've got my brother Ben with me uh, recording this podcast. Hello. Ben? Yep, I am Ben. I am heavily influenced by Carrie's taste in video games, and uh, he's been, you know, the guy who's kind of guided me to most of my interest in life, and one of those things is Transformers. Right, and that's actually uh, the topic of our podcast today is our favorite Transformers. So, um, this is one of the few times that we won't be talking about video games as much on this podcast. Well, okay, we'll be talking about video games a little bit here and there, but again, uh, not, not so much. But anyway, most of the time when I have one of my brothers on this podcast, when they introduce themselves, they say stuff like, you know, Carrie got me into video games. Carrie got me into RPGs. Carrie got into Pokemon, etc. But for this topic, you know, which is our favorite Transformers, um, this is one instance where I don't really think I had much of an influence on you. I think you got into podcasts on your. I, I think you got into Transformers on your own because by the time that you were old enough to be into that, I was already in college and. I wasn't really, I didn't really have any of the toys anymore, and I didn't watch the cartoons. It just wasn't, you know, a forefront in my mind as much back then. So, um, so yeah, I, th I just think it's really interesting how we both got into the same thing. But I didn't influence you this time. I don't think so, anyway. Maybe, maybe you think I did, and I just don't know about it. But, uh, you know, we can certainly find out here in a minute. But, uh, yeah. Um, I, I think it's just one of those things where I didn't have as much influence with you on that. So, um, you know, before we get started talking about our favorite Transformers, I thought we'd talk about how we got into them. And before I start blabbing my mouth about it, why don't you tell us how you got into Transformers? So, uh, for me, it was the toys. You know, you go into a toy store, and then the coolest thing on the shelf in the 90s were the Transformers. And I remember... Um, I got some knockoff Transformers at first, like not the real ones. Mm -hmm. And it was like a set of just, like you could go and buy just a set of dinosaurs that turned into robots. Uh -huh. And they were the cheapest, most horrible plastic toys of all time, but they were so cool. And you liked dinosaurs back then too, I oh, know. Oh yeah. Transformers and dinosaurs exist in the same headspace for me. <laughs> it's like the same, it's like two sides of the same coin. Uh -huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, for some reason, that's how it works with me. Yeah. Um, 
But really, I think the biggest thing that got me into Transformers, the cartoon series, uh-huh. was the the movie. But which one? Because you were not even born yet when the first cartoon came out. So how did you... Which one did you watch, and how did you get into it? It was the... It was the the first Transformers movie, the animated one. Oh, really? Well, you must have had to, had watched that on video then by that time. Yes, and you were the one who showed me the movie. I did? <laughs> you know, I really don't remember that. You don't remember that? You don't remember bringing over the movie? And I don't remember showing you the movie. Well, I'll tell you how you did it. Um, you brought the DVD with you, either DVD or video or VHS, and we got into our excursion. And we turned it on and it played on all four of the TVs in our excursion on a trip to Disney World at some point. Well, you know, I really don't remember doing that. <laughs> and, you know, I've been packing up a lot of DVDs and things, and I do not have that DVD in my collection. Do you have a VHS of it? No, I do not. Oh, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking that you might have misremembered it a little bit, maybe? Possibly. This is what's stored in my brain. It's not necessarily accurate. Yeah, because I don't think... I think they must have bought that for you, like, separately. I remember that you were providing commentary to the movie while the movie was going. Okay, well, I mean, I might have. <laughs> I'm just a little surprised I would, I would have showed that movie to you. And you'll see why in a little bit when I talk about it, whenever I start to talk about my history with Transformers. Yeah, um, but anyways, uh, I that's how I got into it. Was it was mainly like the toys, and then I saw the movie, and then I found a place to watch the TV show. Uh-huh. It I can't remember which channel it was airing on. There's only like a hundred channels. Yeah. On, on cable back right. then. Uh huh. It was on one of the channels early Saturday morning. And it was the original one, or it wasn't Beast Wars or anything like that. Beast Wars was on too, but they mm-hmm. had the original on as well. So huh. they would show the original and Beast Wars. Okay. It was, I think it was WB Kids WB or something huh. like that. But I remember, I think Animaniacs was on the same channel. Okay. Huh. Okay. Well, I don't remember that, but. That was such a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would watch Transformers, Static Shock, and uh, Animaniacs. Yeah. I remember that okay. time period. Huh. Okay. Well, before I get started with my story about how I got into Transformers, I wanted to give credit where credit is due on, on the idea for this podcast. I got the idea for uh, this podcast from a couple of my friends. They're... They're friends I've had uh, ever since I was in college. So that's been like over 20 years ago. Okay? So they're real longtime friends. And they also do a podcast themselves called the Pimmy and James Hopefully Sometimes Funny Cartoon Podcast. I hope I got that title right. Um, it's really hard to remember it all. Uh, but you can look for it on YouTube if you search for Artificial Orange Studios. That's how I listen to the podcast, their podcast anyway. Um, but, you know, there's like this podcast, there's lots of ways to find it. But in their podcast, they talk about cartoons. And a while back, they recently talked about the Transformers cartoon. And uh, and and the podcast, they also mentioned recommending watching Netflix's series called The Toys That Made Us. And they have an episode on Transformers. So if you haven't watched that yet, Ben, I'd recommend you watch that. I think you'd find that very interesting. And uh, so watching that and listening to their podcast helped me out here with this podcast. So after listening to that particular episode of their podcast, 
I thought it would be fun to talk about Transformers with Ben because even though we both like Transformers and we talked about it a few times, I don't think we've ever really sat down to like really fully talk about Transformers to, from start to finish. So I thought it might be a fun idea to do that. So, And I uh, agreed. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and someday I hope I can be on their podcast. Uh, if they ever talk about... Um, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, or the Pac-Man cartoon, maybe Garfield and Friends, or I don't know, maybe the Bluey cartoon. Oh, I could talk about that. What, the Bluey cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. If they, if they don't want to do that, maybe we can talk about Bluey sometime. Let's <laughs> talk about our favorite children, current children's shows. <laughs> because, because Bluey, I've really gotten to Bluey lately. I actually even stuck it in some Bluey in my last podcast I did with Jeff. So, I actually yeah. have a lot to say about kids' cartoons. Well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> with with three kids of your own. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure you probably do. Maybe that's a future episode. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I think it would be fun to be on their podcast someday and talk about those cartoons with them. So, anyway, we'll see. Okay. Um, but, anyway, long before Ben was even a thought, long before you were a thought, Ben, when our dad was still married to my mom, okay, uh... I was aware, I was around eight years old or so, I was aware of Transformers after seeing commercials for the toys in the cartoon, but I didn't really get into them right away. You know, I was perfectly happy playing with my Star Wars action figures, and I had just discovered this new thing called arcade games, you know, so, you know, it just didn't really grab me uh, right away. Um, but around that time, you know, our dad would go on business trips, and sometimes when he came back, he would bring me a present. Mm-hmm. And so this one time, he brought back a Transformers toy for me. And it was Ironhide. That was a Transformers toy that he got me. Ironhide, in the old cartoon, he was a red van. He was one of the good guys. And um, even though the toy really didn't look nothing like the cartoon, I don't know if you've ever seen the original Ironhide toy. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like no, cartoon. No, <laughs> no, it does not. I mean, that's a kind of a big thing with G one is none of the toys really look like their cartoon counterparts. Not, not always. <laughs> not, some of them did, but you know, if you ever watch that Netflix show, they talk about how the Transformers toy line was made up of a bunch of different toy lines. So if you ever wonder why, I think some, I did watch this. So, so if you ever wonder why some of those old toys don't seem to match up with each other, that's probably because they come from diff- a different line. But anyway, so. Um, even though that the toy, you know, looked nothing like the cartoon, it was still a cool toy. You know, I, I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. So I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think I'll, I think I'll, uh, uh, you know, check out this cartoon too. So, and as luck would have it, the first episode I watched, even though the cartoon had already been going on for a while, the first episode I watched was the very first episode of the series. And it starts out on the different planet, the Transformers aren't even turning into regular cars and stuff. They turn into all these futuristic things, and you're like, what the heck's going on? And it's like, you find out at the end of the episode that it's like set way in the past, and then and then they're dormant for a while, so it's like all the Star Wars kind of stuff. And even though the cartoon still wasn't very good, it was enough to capture eight-year-old Carrie's imagination. I'll tell you, as I owned all the entire series on DVD, uh-huh. and I played it in the car for my son, that first episode is especially good for some reason. The first episode starts off way better than most of the season. Well, I suppose you're right about that, but it certainly got me hooked yeah. from, from the beginning. I mean, yeah, every time I watched that one, because I had to watch it in the car every time I go. Right, there, right. Uh, it's 
still great. Yeah. The sound design is great. It's all I can hear because I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just captured my imagination as a kid. So from then on, I was hooked. So for the next couple of years, I was totally into Transformers. And um, there's just a couple of just iconic sounds that just trigger memories in my head and probably many other kids from the 80s. Uh, the first one is uh, the sound that they make when they transform. And I'm going to do it with my mouth. It's going to sound horrible, but it's like sound. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, that sound is so iconic. In fact, can you do me a favor? Can you look on the Audacity thing and tell me where we're at as far as how long we've been in, into it? Okay, well, Ben, ben stopped the recording, so uh, he, didn't, he didn't have to. I'm sorry. But, but yeah, he stopped it so that... Uh, so, so I could re read the numbers. <laughs> yeah, so you could read the numbers. So, yeah, we're real professional here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to um, to put that uh, sound in there, so that's why I was doing that. So that's an iconic sound. There's the sound they make when they transform. And then the other iconic sound from the cartoon is when they change a, to a different scene. And they like show, they show like the Autobot symbol flipping to a Decepticon symbol or back and forth. They play this little song, and I'm gonna have Jeff put it in there right around here too. I wanted to uh, no, you know, I, I don't need the number for that. Okay. Uh, I wanted to like put that little transition song in like every time we switch to a different transformer that we were talking about when we talk about our favorites, but. I thought that might be a little annoying to listen to, and it might be really hard for Jeff to edit all that. So, yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> I did think it was. I did think it might be funny to do that. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, that's how I got into Transformers. Now, back in the '80s, there was something called the Satanic Panic, and I'm sure you're well aware of that because you're really into Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yes. Well, did you know that 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 little time period didn't just uh, it didn't just stop at Dungeons and Dragons it extended into other media as well uh, in fact uh, it, it extended to Transformers believe it or not so back then uh, I wasn't old enough to stay home by myself after school so for a while uh, our dad had me stay with some church friends uh, after I wouldn't really call them friends I'd say more like acquaintances, but there are people that they that he could trust, I guess. So, uh, so he had me stay with these church friends after school, and their parents thought that all sorts of stuff on TV for kids was evil. That's what they called. It. They said it was evil, uh, and it was not allowed in their house. This included Transformers, but also things like the Smurfs, Rainbow Bright, He-Man, and all sorts of stuff. And I did not understand why. I mean, I guess. Maybe they thought the Smurfs was evil because Gargamel used magic books and they thought that was black magic or something. I mean, the Smurfs do have a dark origin, but it's more interesting than just this than, than the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, maybe He-Man because, you know, Skeletor does look kind of scary. I, I don't know. I just... But Rainbow Bright? Rainbow Bright? That was one of the things that was not allowed in their house. They, they said Rainbow Bright was evil. I don't, I don't get it either. <laughs> I'm not sure. And, in fact, they had an Atari 2600. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was a strawberry shortcake game that they had that, that the little girl would play. And I'd be like, you let her play this strawberry shortcake game, but y'all don't allow Rainbow Bride or anything else in the house? I got in trouble for saying that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so you say something completely reasonable and you get in trouble for it. Yeah, that, well. <laughs> that's the 90s. Yeah, well, no, that was... <laughs> 
That was the 80s. Okay. (laughs) But again, it's just I didn't understand it. So I was not not allowed to watch the Transformers cartoon at their house, and I was not allowed to wear my Transformers shirt or bring my school lunchbox. I had to get a new lunchbox just so I could stay over their house. So, and... and See, my issue with doing that is you're making, like, because all those things are cool, you're making Satan seem pretty cool. (laughs) You know what I mean by proxy? It's a bad bad association. Well, I didn't think Satan was cool, but I just... I always just thought it was really dumb as a kid, and I still do now, because the only evil thing I can think of about those cartoons is that they were there s- simply to sell the toys. But they didn't say that. The parents never said anything like that, and I re- never really thought about it back then. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't understand it. But keep in mind that we do live smack dab in the middle of the Bible Belt. Oh, and, yeah. and so that's probably why you know they felt so strongly about this. Um, but, yeah, I just as a kid, I thought this was dumb. And, of course, our dad, being so nice, he would be telling me, well, they are entitled to their opinion, you know, which, of course, they are. But as a kid, I was like, well, their opinion is dumb. (laughs) I mean... I was a dumb kid, too, so, you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, I don't don't think you were dumb. Yeah. But but this instant, that instance was one of the many reasons why it's it's hard for me to to find a church now that I would want to go to. Um... And you know that I and that and I work retail on Sundays and I had to work on Sundays most of the time anyway. But yeah, but yeah, it's just that that's just one of the things that that makes it hard for me to go back to a church. Well, um, and it doesn't mean I'm denouncing my faith or anything. It's just I just have a hard time dealing with some people in church, you know, because of things like that. Oh, another thing that happened was, uh, uh, you know, I would, when I would go to Sunday school, they'd tell us that Halloween was evil. And, <laughs> what? Yeah, they did. So, so um, one time when they spent the whole Sunday school service telling us why Halloween is evil, and then my friend Jessica, she's like, Carrie's going as a California raisin this year for Halloween. I was like, Jessica, shh. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, it's just a, like, innocuous, a completely innocuous costume. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah, because they were telling us don't celebrate Halloween and stuff, in church, you know, when we were going to church, so. I know, but that's how it was. I celebrated it. I've celebrated it every year of my life. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But anyway, so that's just one of the things that I always relate Transformers with mm-hmm. is, is because of that. So, uh, And also around this time, this was around the time that the first Transformers movie came out. And when it first came out in theaters, I was so excited for it. But I think I'm the only person, in the, um, I think the only Transformers fan in the world who actually did not like the movie. I know that seems weird, doesn't it? Um, I just didn't like how they killed off a lot of the characters. Uh, I mean, you know, like Iron Hire and Optimus Prime and stuff. Um, like when I went to the, see the movie in the theater, I actually even brought my Iron Hide toy with me to the theater. So you know, the first thing I, you see on screen, the first person that gets killed is Iron Hide, shot point blank by Megatron. I'm like, oh, and I'm sitting here holding my Iron Hide toy. I'm like. Well, this sucks. <laughs> so, well, he came back in different seasons. He did. I don't. He I don't came. Know. All of them came back. Well, I saw one episode where it showed like Optimus Prime coming back, and then like he brought back Bumblebee, and Bumblebee's like, "I feel like a new Goldbug," and then Optimus is like, "Then you shall be called Goldbug." It's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
uh, back to the movie. Um, so I know that they kill off the, the characters to make room for more toys, but even as a kid, I thought, that just doesn't smell right to me. I think, I think that they could have, like, had, you know, all the Transformer characters that were toys that they wanted to discontinue, maybe, like, go off on a, a mission that would take them centuries to complete and they wouldn't hear from them for a long time. I think they could have done that instead of just killing them off. I just, I don't know. I just never really liked the idea of them killing off the characters. I, I, I don't know. My thought is that they are machines, and so you can fix them, and so they can just come back. Yeah, but when Optimus Prime died in the movie and he turned all gray, he didn't like he was going to be able to be fixed. You know, there's literally an episode where they fix him, <laughs> but it's much. Well, later. <laughs> it just didn't seem that way to Little Carrie. So I will tell you, you, I. I think I did watch the thing you were telling me to watch about Transformers because there is a lot of people who agree with you that they don't like the movie because of the... Uh, oh, they the, just didn't like Optimus Prime dying. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Optimus Prime was like the main focus of the series. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they wanted, they killed him off, and so yeah. that was like one of the most controversial movies of the 80s, apparently, because uh, of that. Well, I don't know if it's the most controversial movie of the 80s, but I think it did impact a lot of people that were kids. For kids, for kids, yeah. for kids. Uh, another thing I didn't like about the movie was, okay, I think it's almost like an urban legend that they cursed in the movie. And I can tell you right now that because I was there, they most certainly did curse a couple times in the movie. And I just, I don't know, it just didn't seem right to me <laughs> for them to do that in this kid's cartoon movie. I don't know, kids were watching Indiana Jones. Well, that's true, and... but it just didn't seem, like I said, it just wasn't the same, it just didn't... It just didn't rub me the right way. Is it, yeah. is it in the DVD, too? I don't think it, so. It's not. I think the DVD that y'all had, uh, I, I think I was like, okay, get ready for it, Carrie. They're going to curse again, and, the, and it's going to shock you know, their parents and everything. And Nope. They didn't curse. I think they bleeped it out. So. Or they just replaced the word or something. Yeah, or yeah, they did something. But yeah, but yeah, they most certainly did curse a couple of times. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, if you curse that, you know, you're bad and everything because, you know, so I've certainly done that uh in, in my life. It's just it's just not, not one of my favorite things. So, it's it's just not something I I try to make a habit out of doing. Gotcha. You know? So, I'd, that's just another thing I didn't like about the movie. And the cursing and the violence and killing also really didn't help my argument to that family, that church family that said that Transformers were evil. <laughs> oh, no, they just took that as confirmation. Yes. Like, I mean, see, they cursed, and people, yeah. and then so the Transformers uh, didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, I was certainly excited for the movie, though, before it came out, and, and boy, it sure did look way better than the cartoon, the, the weekday cartoon. But, yeah, it was that, that movie was actually kind of the first step in me getting kind of out of Transformers as a kid. It, it, that was really the first thing that, that started to, to get me out. Uh, because after that, when the third season of Transformers came out, it was based on events after the movie. And it just it just didn't feel less... It felt less grounded, and the new toys didn't seem as much fun to play with. And it was more like you're transforming them into used bars of soap instead of uh, actual vehicles. <laughs> um, which is kind of funny I say that, because you know, I, I talked about how when they transformed into Cybertron vehicles in the first episode, I thought that was cool. But by this time, I was like, eh... Not so much. So, and you know, and there were other factors as well. I was probably just growing up, and it just caused me to stop getting into Transformers. But yeah, cause, you know, shortly after the movie, that's just kind of when I dropped out of, uh, you know, liking Transformers. So, um, and and also, uh, 
after Transformers kind of had his big run there after the movie, I was really getting sick of all these cartoons that were basically just 30-minute commercials for toys. Uh, it was getting really bad, and, and even as a kid, I noticed it. And if you're a kid and you notice it, you know something's got to be bad. So uh, I actually, after, after kind of the third season of Transformers, I actually stopped watching cartoons almost altogether, you know, except for like maybe classic stuff like Looney Tunes. But uh, I actually stopped watching new cartoons altogether until DuckTales came out about a year later. So, and knowing me, that's pretty significant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Um, I really only got into, I, I told you I, I was going to blabber a lot. <laughs> I really only got into two toy lines before being fully immersed into video games. And that was Star Wars and Transformers. And sadly, I don't have any of those toys anymore. They're, they've been all sold in garage sales and everything. I wish I still had them, but you know what? You really can't save everything. You know, you, you can't, and and I know you would think it would be so cool if I still had all those toys, but, you know. I mean, they, some of them were good. Like, if you, if you still had an original Optimus Prime, I'd be excited. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But if, like, the original Blur is, like, just, like, two bars and, like, one little piece of kibble that puts them together. He's not very interesting, uh, you know. Huh. Okay. So I, I more appreciate the newer stuff. Oh, okay. Or at least the newer stuff that's based on the older stuff. Yeah. Like the retro stuff. But yeah, after, after that, you know, after I sold them all in garage sales, I haven't really been into them as much. I kind of still keep my eye on Transformers stuff from time to time. Like, I reviewed a Beast Wars video game back in the newspaper days when I wrote for the Dallas Morning News. I remember that. And um, there was a Beast Wars toy that you had. I remember this. It was a purple dinosaur. Megatron. Yeah, and you know who, you know, I think at one point he got broke, right? Yes. You know who broke him? It looks like you did, based on, the, based on what I'm reading here. Yeah, I have, I have a confession to make. I think I broke him. I, was, I remember trying to transform him for you, and I think I bit the tail the wrong way, and I think he was permanently broke after he that. He couldn't close after that. Like, his little, yeah. his little sides couldn't close. I, I, think, I think after that, you didn't allow me to play with your Transformers toys anymore. I don't. I don't think I ever found out. Well, I, know you didn't, <laughs> I know you didn't find out. That's why I'm confessing to you right now. <laughs> I never found out. Like, why isn't this working? And I just I assumed it was yeah. me. Um, and then another thing, uh, the new movies, the Michael Bay movies. Um, I don't think that they were that bad, but I don't think they were that good either. I, I mean, it's a movie based on a toy line. So what do you expect? Well. First of all, I expect them not to ruin the tour line with their models. Yeah, their designs. I didn't really care much for their designs, but you know. Like if it's if you're gonna base your stuff on a toy line, the toys that are based off of your movie that's based on the toy line shouldn't ruin the toy line too. You know what I mean? And for a while there, like after those movies came out, you could not find a good Transformer toy. Really? You just found just kibble. Uh -huh. It was just gross. Nasty. Yeah, they look like they're made out of a bunch of junk. Yeah, it's basically yeah, and yeah. you couldn't. Now the robot, the vehicle versions of them were great, but the yeah. robot versions of them, the cool part, was not so good. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so yeah, that's the toy line. So what I expect. I did actually like the Bumblebee cartoon, uh, the Bumblebee movie though. That was a good movie though. Yeah, I, I like that it was set in the '80s. Yes, that's nice. And because it had an awesome soundtrack too, uh, and it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, I mean, I think there's one scene where Bumblebee and the, the teenage friends like TP a house, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So so it doesn't take itself too seriously, and even the teenage kid characters, the human characters, I didn't mind that much. And usually I can't stand teenage characters in movies, but 
But these, I don't know, they just didn't really bug me that much. They weren't as bad as the previous actors. Yeah. Were. So, so yeah, I like the Bumblebee movie. I'm not sure if I'll see the new one that looks like it's based more on Beast Wars or not. I'm not sure. That yet. one takes place in the nineties. Well, I might see it. I guess for for that's for me. That was my time. Yes, it was. So yeah, you said you mentioned Beast Wars, and I didn't put mm-hmm. a single Beast War Transformer on this list. Yeah, and, you didn't. And you know why? Because they weren't as good as the ones that turned into vehicles. I know the cartoon looked horrible even <laughs> oh, back yeah, then. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Have you, have you seen that car- the computer animation on that cartoon? Yeah. Woo! Have you heard, the video game was even worse. Well, I don't remember much about the video game, but, you know, how many video games have I reviewed since then? Well, hundreds, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, um, the, a couple of video games that I did like that were Transformers-based were uh, Fall of Cybertron and... Uh, Devastation, Transformers Devastation. I played them both on the Xbox 360. Um, They're very good. Follow Cybertron. It was set around the time that the Transformers first left Cybertron and came to Earth. And uh, it was it was a third person um, it was a third person shooter, which normally I don't really care much for. But I love this one. Um, I loved how they integrated transforming seamlessly as you play. Uh, so, like, f- for an example, there's one part where you're in this open corridor. It's like all these platforms, and there's all these people that you have to go through and shoot. Yes. And I was like, Ugh, I don't want to have to go through and shoot all these guys. And I was like, because yeah, I had to, like, reach this far away point, way up high. And I was like, oh, wait, I can transform into a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and I just passed that whole section. <laughs> so, Skip. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um and the the other game, Transformers Devastation, that was more based on the cartoon. It oh, was yeah. cel-shaded, had as many of the original voice Platinum. actors as it could. Yeah. Uh, it was made by Platinum, yeah. so it focused more on fighting and combos than, than the transforming part. So I didn't like it as much, but it was still good. And it had a lot of really cool old-school references, like one of the things you could collect were the little, it was a character called Crimzeek. From the cartoon, do you know who that character is? I do not know. Well, in the old Transformers cartoon, there was one episode where these little electrical monsters—they kind of like the Thirsties from the Kool Aid Man cart, uh, Kool Aid Man comic strip. Okay. If you, if you, you, I don't know what those. Okay. Are. All right. All right. <laughs> well, the Thirsties from the Kool Aid Man. Co- I didn't know Kool Aid Man had a comic strip. Yes, he did. <laughs> he had well, a comic book. Okay. And 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 so the Crimzeek looked like those Thirsties, and there were these little electrical monsters that make the Transformers go crazy. Okay. And you could collect, and they're the, and I think like a lot of Transformers fans hated them because they were just these annoying little characters. I thought they were cool, but you know, I like annoying characters. But, um, but you you collect. That's one of your collectibles in uh, in the Transformers Devastation. Is those is those characters from the cartoon? Nice. <laughs> so, um, and even today, I still kind of keep an eye on Transformers. Like, I like how uh, there's a fairly new cartoon called Transformers Rescue Bots. Okay. And I like how that one caters towards a younger audience. Okay. I don't know if he can find it, but you might even show it to Paul. I don't know. I think it's an Netflix. Does, does does Paul have a favorite Transformers? Paul's? Yeah. That's Ben's son, his three year old son. Oh yeah. Paul likes Optimus. <laughs> oh, okay. Well he's a truck, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul likes trucks. Um and uh and then there's another thing I think I got you a Mad Libs book with that's called Transformers Bot Bots. Yes, you did. So I looked that up, and it looks like it's kind of catering towards the Shopkins market. Yes. And uh, I don't know. If I ever saw those in the store, I might pick them up, but I, I've never seen one in a store. So, All right. And Paul might like them. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they look, they look funny. 
So anyway, um, but anyway, that's about all I had to say about Transformers other than my favorite. So sorry for taking so long, but sometimes they have a lot to say. There's some interesting history there. Uh-huh, yeah, so you, Laura, I bet you learned a little bit about me, don't you? Yeah, you broke my Megatron T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. If those toys weren't so darn expensive now, I'd buy you a new one. They, it was, I saw one in Walmart the other, the other day. If they weren't so darn expensive, I'd buy you a new one. It was $20. I don't believe that. If it wasn't so darn expensive. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was $44. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. That's what, what I said before. It's okay. It's a Beast Wars thing. I'm not it's really, a Beast Wars thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't really... But anyway, so now that I'm done with all that finally, here's our list of our favorite Transformers. Uh, they're not going to be in any exact order. Uh, we're going to alternate between each other. Um, so, Ben, you go first. All right. The first Transformer on my list is actually uh, the first place I saw him was in the movie that you famously don't like. Uh-huh. Uh, Blur. And uh, I like him because he left an impression on me, and he gave me the idea that Transformers could have superpowers. Because, they kind of do. Well, yeah, but, like, you know, it's like laser axe, I've got a big gun, yeah. you know, I can transform it into a truck and lift heavy things. And then Blur's like, I'm actually, I can actually break the sound barrier, and I'm super fast. Yes. Like, on, as a land vehicle. It's kind of based on land uh, speed record vehicles. Uh-huh. And, uh... Like those rocket cars and stuff. Yes, and so everybody seemed normal, and the Blur comes along, and he just is super fast, and he caught my attention, mm -hmm. and that's why I liked him. Yeah. And then I like his design, and so I tried to collect him. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that the guy who did the voice of Blur also did the voice for, again, this may be before your time, but uh, he did the voice for the old FedEx commercials. Oh, okay. And uh, the Micro Machines. Do you remember the Micro Machines commercials where that guy talked really fast? He did the fast, he was a fast talker? Uh-huh. That's what I remember about. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the same uh, voice, that was the same guy who did the voice of Blur. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's the that's the only thing I can say about Blur. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, here's one of my favorites, and that's Metroplex. Okay. So I was in the Transformers for about two Christmases, and for the second Christmas of my little Transformers time, my quote biggie present was this guy Metroplex, and he was a robot that transformed into a whole city. So he was pretty big. Uh, although the city form just liked him sitting down with his legs <laughs> spread out. Yes. Um, and I loved how when you play Fall of Cybertron, you go through one level, and it's like a city, but it's like you see these moving parts. And at the end of the level, you're actually going through Metroplex, and, you, and he actually transforms into a robot, and you actually get to control him for a bit as you kind of protect Optimus Prime. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, so yeah, that's one of my favorites. All right, next up. Optimus Prime himself. Okay. Um, Good choice. He, the reason his voice actor mm -hmm. is completely unique. There's no, there's nothing that yep. sounds even close. Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that sounds even close to Optimus Prime. Uh huh. In terms of the sound, the he actually like conveys leadership through his yeah. voice mm -hmm. somehow. Mm -hmm. Um. But he was just, he's just like a, he's almost like John Wayne, essentially. That's how, it's kind of like, he's like the robot version of John Wayne. Uh-huh. Like, he speaks kind of slow, but he he's very commanding and charismatic. And I always was like, 
Optimus Prime is the coolest whenever I would watch the show. Oh, of that's, course. That's what I thought. Everybody thought that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and so did. that's why he's on this list for me is because he's just like the face of Transformers, the oh, yeah. face of the show. Oh, yeah. That's why Peter Cullen still does his voice to this day, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a couple people who could do his voice as well. I have a job forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, just an iconic voice, an iconic character. Yeah. And that's why I have him on the list. Yeah. Even though he's not really on my list i do think that he's a cool character uh, and i do think he's really cool if your son paul and i ever did a podcast on the coolest trucks which i want to do someday uh as like an april fool joke optimus probably would be number one okay. as far as coolest trucks go um and in that uh that the toys that made us netflix show that i was talking to you about i loved how peter cullen told the story about uh how he came up with that voice this was based on his brother, right? Yes, it was based on his brother, who was an actual uh, uh, military veteran, and so uh, you know he just told him to you know make it sound like a true hero, and and so yeah, it was really cool. I thought it was anyway. All right. So next up, one of my favorites is Omega Supreme. So you know how I talked about how Metroplex was my biggie present one year. Yes. Omega Supreme was my biggie present for the other Christmas, okay? And he was this big old transformer that would turn into uh, a little remote car that would drive around, excuse me, drive around this track, and it had this little rocket ship in the middle. It was like this little state space station, I guess. And um, my favorite was the rocket arm because that was the easiest thing to transform. Everything else was hard to transform because that, that, that dude was huge. <laughs> When you had them in one form, you're like, I don't want to transform into the other form. Because it's a whole day's worth of work. <laughs> Pretty much. It felt like it as a kid. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was one of my favorites. So just because he was big and cool. And yeah. big. Uh, speaking of big and cool, uh-huh. um, Ultra Magnus. Yes. Now, I like Ultra Magnus for a completely different reason than uh-huh. Optimus. Uh-huh. Ultra Magnus is like Optimus Prime's older brother. That's how I view him. Uh-huh. That's what he looks like. He looks yeah. like he's in the same family as uh-huh. Optimus Prime, uh-huh. uh, which is why I was completely devastated when, in one of the TV series, he betrays all the Transformers. Hmm. He becomes like a traitor. I'm wow. like, no! Huh. But uh, I love his toy. It's huge. It's big. And it's was like, that the computer animated one that was on Netflix a while back? Yeah, Prime, I think. I think I saw that one. Yeah, I was surprised. I was very set upset. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, I was been on Netflix for a while. So. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you couldn't have figured it out by watching it. So. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, I just liked how he was like this older brother, kind of strong, silent, not necessarily in the spotlight, second in command type of dude. Uh huh. So I had him at one point. As a toy. Nice. And uh, I got him because I tricked our dad to buy him for me. Because he was a car hauler. He transformed into a car hauler. So I said, yeah, if I got him, I could, I have a spot to put all my other Transformer toys. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and also, I think a shout out to uh, my stepdad, Jamie, because he he doesn't do this now, but uh, he's a, tr- a truck driver, but he likes to really identify himself as a car hauler. Because I think that's the thing he likes doing the best is car hauling, so... Uh, again, if Transformers weren't so darn expensive, I'd buy him Ultra Magnus. <laughs> so, yeah, they're ridiculous now. Yeah, but anyway, uh, next up, another one of my favorites is Astro Train. Okay, um, I don't think I ever had this guy as a toy, but I sure did like him. 
At one point, they made a line of Transformer toys that turned into three different things, like a robot and two vehicles. And so Astrotrain, he was a bad guy that turned into a, a, a train, a space shuttle, and a robot. And he was all purple. And as a kid, I thought it was hilarious because they're supposed to be robots in disguise, right? Well, the train form that he turned into was like one of those old-timey trains, those old-timey steam trains with little rails on the tires that made it move around. Yeah. And, and then he, he would transform into a space shuttle, and both versions were purple. So, like, if you saw a purple old-timey train going down the tracks or a purple space shuttle in the air, you'd probably think something was up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, as a kid, I was like, huh, <laughs> that's interesting. But, uh, but anyway, so but I still thought he was cool as a kid. He is uh, a very interesting transformer. <laughs> the he's yeah. one of those ones that transforms. You said into three different things. Yeah, yeah. There's robot. not a lot of those. There's only a few of them, right? Yeah, they made a line of them. Uh, like they, they had like one that turned into a tank, uh, and a robot, and something else, and oh. then him. And, I Megatron Armada was like that. He oh, okay. turned into a jet and a tank. Oh, okay. And his robot. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, again, at some point they made a line of, of Transformer toys that transformed into three. When I say line, it was probably just like a, a couple of toys, but you know they made it feel like it was a, a, a new series or whatever. But they did this a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Well, um, the next one for me is Starscream. Uh-huh. Starscream is a very special Transformer because he is pretty much the funniest character in the whole series. If you're going to put a jester hat on any of the characters, it's Starscreen. Huh. You know? <laughs> like, and he has one of the most interesting, like, relationships in the show uh-huh. with Megatron. Oh, yeah. He's constantly trying to be as loyal as possible and betray Megatron at the same time. Right, right. And everybody just kind of, like, looks down on him and thinks he's a joke. Uh-huh. Until, until, uh, Later in the series, you know, when oh. he actually does something. Yeah. Um, but um, he's the voice actor did a wonderful job. Oh man, I bet his throat was sore after a recording session of that. Yeah. Woo. Uh, he also um, he reminds me a lot of Pickle from, <laughs> <laughs> from, from Blaze and the Monster Machines. From Blaze and the Monster Machines. I don't know. I think Pickle would like betray Crusher, but yeah, I think Pickle just does. <laughs> Get some enjoyment out of tormenting Crusher. Yes. So I think like... we will. Are, I think we will have to have a uh, podcast about our favorite modern day kids cartoons. Yeah, so... I have a feeling we have a lot to say about, about that. So he's just like this. He's a very uh, tropized character. Trope like he. Ex- this this character exists in a lot of different. Oh yeah, bad guys. Bad guy sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, bad guy sidekicks. Yeah, he's definitely one of those. Yeah. So like he fits into that trope pretty well. But it's like it's like the best iteration of that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know what a what a great love to hate villain. Yes. You know, and again, you know that voice is so iconic. I think they even tried to imitate that in the movie, didn't they? Oh yeah. Maybe not very well, but you know, I, I think they did. His his uh, they tried, but yeah. I don't know if they got it or not. Yeah. But yeah, what a, what an iconic transformer, definitely. You can't have Megatron without Starscream, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you can, no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next up of my favorites is the Constructicons. So, uh, one time, my mom and I were out shopping for a birthday present for a friend, and we bought, they came in a set, the Constructicons came in a set, we bought them for a friend's birthday. 
Well, I talked her into letting me keep those and getting something else for the friend. Not one of my prouder moments as a kid. I was a pretty good kid, but I still did. I wasn't perfect. I still did stuff. <laughs> you wanted. I'm I not, mean, you wanted. The, you wanted it though, right? I mean, yeah, was, <laughs> I know, but I, it wasn't. I don't know. I, I'm not. I wasn't very proud of that. What I did, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, but I, I I had them, and um, but anyway, they were they were so cool. You could turn them all into one big robot. You know, like how the Power Rangers did later, um, and. Uh, it was the only one I had, but later on they came out with other sets that did the same thing. Like they had the uh, Stunticons, which were like Decepticon uh, cars in a truck that turned into things, or that turned into a big robot. Uh, the Autobots had the Aerobots, which were airplanes that did that. They turned into a big robot. Uh, the Combatic... I think it would be the opposite. Yeah, but I think that, that that was the whole point. It was like, what? These jets are Autobots? What? These cars are Decepticons? I think that was actually a point in the cartoon. Okay. Uh, you know, because they are robots in disguise. So, and, um, but anyway, so, uh, and then one of them was the Combaticons. It was like army vehicles that turned into a big robot. In fact, um, I think in uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron, you actually get to play as the Combaticons, and you get to, like, control them as one big robot. I think his name was, like, Bruticus or something. Bruticus. Yes. yes, and you got to control him for a bit, and you're like, yeah. So that, that was such a fan service type of game. I mean, if you're a Transformers fan, you get to do everything you wanted to ever do. So, but anyway, um, Constructicons. As a kid, I never understood why they were painted purple and green. They were not yellow like normal construction vehicles. They were purple and green. So every time we would be driving out and I'd be looking at construction equipment, I'd always try to see if I can find any that were purple and green because I was like, "Where do they get this idea? Why are they? Why are? Why aren't?" I think I know where they got the idea. From what? There's a construction company that uses like teal green. In yeah. J- in Japan. Yeah, but in Japan, if you watch this, this Netflix show in Japan, I think they were painted yellow in the in the the series that they were from. The construction cons were actually good guys. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, again, I don't know, but it just it just bothered me as a kid that they were not painted yellow. <laughs> I don't know why. But that's that. Okay. I really want to have some sort of transformer that does that, like where it combines together. I want I want the Stunticons now. Uh, but it, finding those is impossible. Like it's just, it's just, it's incredibly difficult. Yeah, unless you want to pay a lot of money, I'm sure. I don't want to pay that much money. So, right, right. yeah. Anyways, the next one is the most controversial one. Hot Rod. Uh huh. I loved Hot Rod as a kid. Yeah. One second. I think we have a visitor. <laughs> hey, but can you go downstairs? Guys. Paul's coming. Okay. Well, I love you, bud. Bye, Paul. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. (laughs) That was Ben's son, Paul, everybody. He might be on a future podcast one day. Who knows? Yes, maybe the kids show one. Yeah. Or our favorite trucks. There we go. (laughs) So, yeah, you were talking about uh, Hot Rod. Yeah, so Hot Rod. I loved him as a kid. I, like, 
saw the movie, mm-hmm. and I remember you were providing commentary on it. Uh-huh. I do remember you saying you didn't like the movie uh-huh. at one point. Um, but I saw Hot Rod in the movie for the first time, and it was like, that's the cool one. I like the cool one. And I sort of attached him, and I liked his arc, it turning into a prime. So I was thinking of like the Transformers as like, Transformers could become primes. Like that's like they had like a, a stage like they're they have like a growth pattern. They have know? an evolved form. They can evolve. Yeah, yeah like I was thinking like, oh, it's just like Charizard. <laughs> you know, he, he was a Charmander, and then he's a Charmeleon, and then he's a a, a Charizard. I wonder know? if there's been fan art of people doing all sorts of prime forms. Oh, definitely for sure. Oh, they have. Oh, okay. Uh, but <laughs> like, because when Hot Rod became a prime, he gained like. A, a tra- an RV trailer uh-huh. that looked somehow awful. <laughs> <laughs> it ruined the sports car aspect of it, but it was. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, oh, it's an evolved form of it. Uh-huh. And so, and I thought, I guess Optimus Prime must have a lesser evolved form, and he sure does. He does. And it's called Orion. And it's one of the coolest Transformers that I own. Oh. Is the, Optimus Prime can become Orion. He's like, it's a Transformer where like Orion fits into Optimus Prime at some point. Like you just fold him up and stick him in Optimus Prime's back. I missed that one. So uh, I thought it, that's actually a recent one. Oh, okay. So um, I thought it was I really that cool that Transformers could evolve and and change and. You know, like there was a cycle there mm-hmm. of of life cycle for yeah. Transformers, but hmm. yeah, I think that uh, this is the only one on your list that I would have to disagree with because I hated this guy. <laughs> I thought he was, I thought he was a weenie, nowhere near as cool as Optimus. I mean, it's true. In his Rodimus Prime leader form, no, Mm-mm. it did not look good. No, that is true. I was just no. But speaking of. Um, you know, stuff from the movie. There is one character from the new movie, uh, from the movie that I did kind of like, and I actually did like. I did have his toy, one of the few post-movie toys I had, and that was Cup, spelled K-U-P. I don't know why he, they gave him that name, but uh, this is, um, you know, again, it was one of the few post-movie toys that I actually liked. He, I guess, he was kind of the replacement for Ironhide because, um, uh, you know, he was still kind of the old you know, gruff war hero hero and everything. Uh, and his toy, even though I didn't like a lot of the future robots, I, I kind of liked his futuristic pickup truck form. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, you don't really think of pickup trucks as futuristic, but, you know. And he had kind of like this really cool blue color. Yeah, I was yeah. Cool, so. I have, I've had Cap. Yeah. So, yeah, he, I, I always thought he was kind of cool. All right, so the next one. Remember how earlier I said dinosaurs... And Transformers occupy the same headspace for me. Okay. Well, this is kind of fulfilling that fantasy of hmm. mine. Grimlock. Uh-huh. And then the other Dinobots. Yeah. Okay. That is what I wanted to get originally. That's like the first toy I bought was uh-huh. a set of of knockoffs. Yeah, bootleg Grimlocks. <laughs> bootleg, well, one of was like a Brontosaurus. So yeah. it wasn't Grimlock. Yeah. There was a T-Rex, but it was smaller than Grimlock. Right. It was red. And it, oh, okay. The Brontosaurus is green. Hmm. 
you know, brontosauruses. I don't think they actually are those. They ones don't call don't them exist. brontosauruses anymore. Yeah, those don't, don't exist. I don't even think they call them brachiosauruses anymore. I think they call them something else. Yeah, now, but I don't. I don't know. You have to ask Paul. He probably knows. Probably does. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I was uh, the brontosaurus looked like the Sinclair logo, <laughs> awesome. and, but with like metal stuff on it. Awesome, cool. awesome, awesome. Um, but um, yeah, I just like the idea of. A robot that turns into a T Rex. Well, of course, who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, that's, what kid would it? That's so awesome. Yeah, like, that's yeah, how cool uh, is that? I even call to this day. I call things. I I call my red truck the T Rex truck, uh-huh. because Paul likes to ride in it. I said, "Let's go ride in the T Rex truck." Oh. And it's kind of. I know that Grimlock doesn't turn into a pickup truck. Uh-huh. It turns into a T Rex, but that's kind of where I got the idea from. That in the movie We're Back. Okay. Uh, the big dinosaur. Oh, on a t- oh. Uh, skateboards on a red truck. Oh gosh, I, I never <laughs> thought we'd, we'd talk about that. Um, uh, moving on. Um, uh, I didn't have Grimlock as a kid or any of the Dinobots, but my friend did. So oftentimes, uh, I wouldn't buy the toys that he had because I just go over to his house and play it. So that's how I play with the Dinobots. Um, but I, I, one of my friends, especially one of the ones who does that other podcast we were talking about earlier, uh, Grimlock's his favorite. I can understand that. It's super well, cool. You, you remember my friend Robbie, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, th- that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, hopefully he doesn't mind me saying his actual name on the podcast, but too bad I did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so next up is one of my favorites is Perceptor. Now, when it, as soon as I hit middle school... And I learned that science requires uh, knowing and using a lot of math. I stopped liking science. <laughs> math kills it for everybody. I know. I hate math. Uh, that's my one weakness, by the way. If I ever become a villain, that's how you can stop me. Is you it a math problem? Is, is either math or country music. Okay, I'll just get some calculus together and then... Yeah. So, anyway. But as a kid, I, I still like, you know, before middle school came along, I still like science. I love looking at microscopes and... And such, and uh, Perceptor, that was what he transformed into. He transformed into an actual working microscope. Now, granted, it didn't work very well, but I didn't care. I was a kid. I mean, I thought he was cool, so he was one of my favorites. Um, on that uh, Netflix show that I was talking about, mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys at Takara, you know, who the Japanese line who made most of the Transformer toys, uh, Perceptor was his favorite. And they showed a scene in the movie where when he retired, they gave him like a statue of him as a retirement gift. Oh, so wow. Like, so I was like, oh. So, anyway, that's that's Perceptor. Okay. All right. Now we got another iconic voice. Uh-huh. And uh, the second most iconic character of the series, Megatron. I don't know. Maybe he's the most iconic character. Now, fun facts about Megatron that make me like him. So... Uh-huh. Um, he wasn't, what he transforms into in the original series yep. is not carried over into nope. any of the other series. Yep. For very interesting reason. Yeah. It's just a pistol. He's a pistol. Yep. Like a straight up. Yep. Uh, what is it? It's not a revolver. It's a, what are those things? The German gun? It's a German gun. I don't know. But it's, it's like, it's a, it's a, just a pistol. And yeah. in the first series... He would be like, I'm the boss, la da da And then he would transform into a pistol and go into Starscream's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. size ratio be damned. You know? 
Yeah, it made no sense, but yeah. And then yeah. he would become taller than Starscream <laughs> because yep. he's the big bad guy. Yep. yep. And yeah, it was it was hilarious. And I'm like, I always thought that. Well, I'll bring him up later because you have him on the list. But yeah. I always thought a different Transformer should have been the main villain. Like, really, it makes more sense for this character to be that way. Okay. But then also, size ratio be damned with that character, too. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. If, I, if I'm thinking what you're thinking, yeah. yeah he, he, he took some creative liberties. But, and even Perceptor. Like, Max oh, yeah, 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 yeah. These are, like, tiny implements, and they're, like, yeah. big old Transformers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot of different Transformers. Transformers don't make a whole lot of sense in terms yeah. of scale. No, they don't. They don't. Um, but he's a tank. In the Armada series, he's uh-huh. a tank, yeah. and he's also a jet. And I had him as his dinosaur version as well, which we yeah. talked about earlier, uh-huh. um, which was a T-Rex. Yeah. So he always would transform into something cool. Absolutely. So whenever you're a Transformer, <coughs> a Megatron Transformer, you're guaranteed to get something cool and not it's something that you're going to like regret. Like, Well, unless you're Galvatron. Galvatron. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And uh, he just turned into, like, what, a little standing space gun? But it's not Megatron, it's Galvatron. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's, he's not on the list, but I'd tell you, uh, one of the other toys I got for Christmas was Shockwave. And he turned into, like, the space gun that had sound effects. So I thought he was kind of cool. He could have been the main villain, too, because he, had, he could actually he kinda, turn... I mean, he kind of was the Megatron's equal in the cartoon, because he's like, all right, Shockwave, you stay here. Okay, Megatron, I will stay here. He had that, like, this really cool voice, even though he was just had an eye for a face. <laughs> Shockwave. Yeah. So sorry to go off on top of there. I just remember that guy. And he was purple, so you know. But anyways, I love Megatron. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think now that he turned into a gun, but back then, we just didn't really think of anything of it. It just wasn't. I don't know. Well, it shot purple lasers in the in the cartoon. Yeah, in the cartoon, but the toy. I mean, we still we we had toy guns as kids. I do, I do really want uh, a original. What I want is a modern version of Megatron that just transforms into a real sick-looking, like pistol. Oh. That would be cool, right? And I know, I know, people were like, "You I shouldn't doubt make that." <laughs> I doubt they'll make that. Yeah. Hasbro won't do it, but yeah. I, I really would like something yeah. like that. That's that would be a nice collection yeah. thing. Yeah. You can put an orange tip on it so people yeah. know it's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next on my list is Trax. Okay, Trax was in the cartoon. He was kind of narcissistic. He was like that '80s. Uh, you know, rich preppy kid kind of. Michael J. Fox. Um, Michael J. Fox is a bit more likable. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't really like that part of tracks. But what I did like was his car form. His car form was this blue Trans Am with a little eagle painted on the front, which I always thought that was cool as a kid for some reason. But uh, so I had him as a kid and as a toy. I always kept him in car form. He never transformed. He was just a car. But it's probably a good idea because his shoulders are wheels in the yeah in well, the uh, master version, which I have. Oh, okay. Well, I just <laughs> I just liked his car form, so That's, yeah, he's pretty cool. He was my favorite. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, this one was interesting because it's the only I think I, unless there's I think there's one more now, but there are no almost no female transformers. And RC was the first time I saw one. I think it was the first one, honestly. Yeah, so and she could transform into a motorcycle. Is that correct? I don't remember. It was a, motor, it was a motorcycle, I believe. Uh, it was like an 80s police motorcycle. Did she have rollerblades or something? Yes. She could, like, skate. Okay. And, like, Maybe she turned into a big pair of roller skates. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
she she turned into a motorcycle uh-huh. and uh she just had like she, the lo- the classic look of Transformers like just you know what I mean like Hot, Hot Rod had it Optimus Prime had it uh, I feel like where it's just like you know that that is she's like iconic in my opinion as far as Transformers go hmm. but um so it's just kind of weird that there wasn't any female characters besides that but and I think there's only one other one now which is a helicopter lady who was added recently huh so, you oh wait, no, there, no, that was the same character. Oh. There's a blue version of RC in uh, um, Prime. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think I remember one of the episodes of the old cartoon where they were back on Cybertron and like they were like Ironhide had a girlfriend or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I was I always thought that was kind of cool because like yeah, Ironhide's got a girlfriend. But I don't remember. That's all I remember about it. I'm sure there's Transformer fans out there be like, "Oh yes, that was episode season two, number sixty nine, and that was when they blah 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 blah." I don't know. But uh, yeah, back then we just really didn't think of the fact that there were hardly any female characters in the show. It just wasn't a thought for us as kids. But now it kind of seems weird that there wasn't. Um, I don't think they had any toys of her after the movie, but maybe they did. And I just didn't get them. There are. Old RC toys. Oh, okay. There are for yep. sure. Um, yep. I don't know if they were before or after the movie. She, oh, was okay. she invented for the movie? I think so. I don't think she was in the cartoon. I think the first time I saw it was in the movie. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but that's the first time I, I remember seeing it. So, but anyway, my next one is Soundwave. So you know the cartoon was basically made to sell toys. Yes. And. It really didn't work on me that much. I, did, I didn't use the cartoon as a base to which toys to buy for the most part. Except for this guy. This oh, yeah. guy made... He was so cool, he made me want him. I mean, he had this cool voice that sounded like Frank Welker just speaking behind a fan. You know, Megatron, I am Soundwave. You know, and yes. he turned into a tape deck and... Before I got him as a toy, I, I always wondered if, if, as a toy, he could play real tapes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it seems kind of dumb now, but anyway, he, he was just so cool in the cartoon. And uh, I think he's probably the one you're thinking of that would have been, that should have been like the main villain, I guess. I actually, yes, he should have been the main villain. And I don't think that the Autobots would have won if he was, though. Really? I think I think if Soundwave was in charge, I think uh-huh. that he would have killed off the Autobots. Wow. <laughs> huh. he, he he to me, and I think that's why he's not the main character is because he's to me he seems so much smarter than Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> and and Starscream, like he just yeah. he's he's quiet. He every time he speaks, he says something super important. Yeah, and he says something that. Has a strong negative impact on the Autobots. Yeah, and and he does his job, and he's pretty useful. And yes, yeah, he's he's competent. Yeah, he's the competent Decepticon. But if my opinion, if he was the main villain, Optimus would not win against him. Wow, that's my opinion. Huh. But I think he just he's got like his thing where he just like respects Megatron too much to uh-huh. betray him. He's too loyal. Yeah. And so you know that first season, that first episode of the Transformers cartoon, he turns into like it looks like a light post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I first saw that, I was like, whoa, wait, wait. 
he went he's from... the only one who utilizes the fact that he can be in disguise. Yeah, no, but still, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, okay, that's an interesting choice. But anyway, uh, when I got the toy, he came with a tape that turned into a bird, but it was not Laserbeak. It was Buzzsaw, who was basically Laserbeak just with gold stickers instead of red stickers. But since they always use Laserbeak in the cartoon, I had to have Laserbeak. So I actually used my own allowance money to buy Laserbeak separately. They got you. Even though, yeah, <laughs> even though it was so stupid because it's the same thing, just with different stickers. But yeah, I just had I, you had to have Laserbeak, you know. Yeah. You know, in the Transformers Fall of Cybertron game, one of the things you have to do when you play as Megatron is you have to go and pet Laserbeak. <laughs> now, when you go to pet him, Laserbeak snaps at you, and then Megatron goes, ha, 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 ha. But, you know, again, total fan service stuff right there. You know. But uh, anyway, that's Soundwave. Okay, uh, Wheeljack. So, Wheeljack is, I mean, he's... I didn't know that I liked him until when I recently reviewed the series. Uh-huh. He's like one of the most useful Autobots right. in the first season. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's in the second season or not. I think they all are, but yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Well, Cliff Jumper's not. He's not? No, he dies in the first episode. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it's been a long time. Cliff Jumper dies in the first episode of Prime and the original series. Wow. <laughs> so... Wow. He gets shot when he goes to like spy on the, uh, the Decepticons. Hmm. I don't remember that. Uh, anyways, so Wheeljack, he was like, like mechanic guy. He had another unique voice. I think that one of the Ninja Turtles voiced him, but I could be wrong. I that. can't remember. I didn't do research on him. Um, but he has a pretty unique color scheme: red, green, white. Yeah, he um, didn't have a mouth. I think when he talked, like his ears lit up. Or his something. ears lit up. Yes, they uh, did. If they were ears, uh, um, they're probably not ears, but you know that's what yeah, I'm calling him. But um, he could always like fix things, and I just thought he was. Yeah, what did he transform into? He transformed into a car, like a, a, just a Ferrari, I think. Okay. Oh. It was like I don't know if it was a Ferrari or not. Yeah. It might be a Lamborghini or yeah. something. But it was some sort of sports car from the '80s. So his transformation was cool. Yeah. His robot. He's just a solid transformer. Right. Solid. As a kid, I always got this guy mixed up with Jazz, like oh, yeah. in the toys. Um, Jazz was cool because uh, uh, he was voiced by Scatman Carruthers, same guy who voiced Hong Kong Fooey. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a blast from the past there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I have to say about Will Jack. <laughs> uh, we're getting down to the last few here. This is my number two favorite Transformer, Cosmos. So when I was a kid. I remember two types of Transformers that you could buy in stores. They had the big Transformers that you usually got for a birthday and Christmas, you know, and other, maybe other special occasions. And then they made like little keychain sized smaller Transformers. Uh, and these ones you could buy with your own allowance. Okay. These were what they wanted the kids to boil their, their allowance money on. Um, these keychain sized ones included Transformers like Bumblebee. Cliff Jumper, which I think was just a red bumblebee as a toy. I think they made it look different in the cartoon, but the toy was just a red bumblebee. Um, Huffer, which was a truck like Optimus Prime, but he was like teeny tiny. I never understood that. And Cosmos was another one of those keychain size. And the thing I liked about Cosmos was um, I liked his green color and the fact that he turned into a UFO. Oh, that's cool. So, because even as a kid, I loved UFOs. So, um, Ironhide may have been the first Transformers toy I got, but Cosmos was the first Transformers toy I bought with my own money. So, you know, as a kid, you know, that's always memorable. 
Um, one time, I even brought Cosmos with me to school. And I don't know, I know you were homeschooled, so you may not remember this, but bringing toys to school is a big no-no. Well, that's a show-and-tell day. Yeah, well, that's true. But I brought them to school with me, and I kept them in my pocket the whole time. and only brought them out once at recess, so nobody knew, but I still thought I was so rebellious for bringing that toy. How did you have a toy keychain yeah. to school? I know. Rebellion. But anyway, so yeah, Cosmos, one of my favorites. Um, so, speaking of smaller Transformers, uh huh. Um, I had a very similar experience with this one, as far as like having a small Transformer that I could carry around with me and buying it myself. Uh huh. And that was Grindor from the Armada series. Okay. So, Grindor, he's like um, one of these micro something, microcons, micro bots, something like that. Um,. The Yamada series had micro-transformers, tiny human-sized transformers. Mm -hmm. One of them could turn into a skateboard, mm -hmm. and it was like a rocket-powered skateboard. Uh -huh. And so this kid would, like, we had this pet, like, robot who he'd, like, hang out with. Uh -huh. and be like, okay, let's go. And then he'd go, Doo -doo 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 -doo, skateboard, he'd jump on, and the rockets would go off, and he'd fly off. <laughs> and the kid's like, but I don't know how to ride a skateboard. <laughs> I mean, they made it look cool in the Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I had to have Grindor, and they sold Grindor as, like, these little tiny packets, and it was, right. like, $5. Uh -huh. I would get $10 a week. I spent my allowance on it, and I got it yeah. myself, uh -huh. and I carried that thing around for, like, three or four years. Wow. And just had it. Oh. I, I loved that thing. Wow. But, okay. yeah, so that's, that's my last one. Cool. So, you know, this whole time I've been talking a lot about Ironhide. Mm -hmm. So you probably guess who my number one favorite Transformer is. is uh, I Soundwave? No. Oh. It's Ironhide. <laughs> okay. So, and he's my favorite because as, you know, I told said before, he was the first one I got and Dad got him for me. So that's one reason why I liked him. I also liked him in the cartoon, you know, because he was gruff and tough, but he was still nice. You know, like when you're a kid and you imagine, you know, which cartoon characters you'd like to be friends with? You know, yes. The Ironhide was definitely one of those. So, um... And I brought him with me to see the Transformers movie, which you know, he <laughs> gets off shot. Yeah, which I was, which was, I was kind of <laughs> bummed about that because he got, he got, he got killed in the worst way possible. You know, he's like, no Megatron, and Megatron just shoots him in the head point blank. I'm just like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> uh, but another thing I liked about Ironhide is, pardon the pun, but just the irony of him because. All the other Transformers toys turn into really cool stuff. Trucks and planes and tanks and race cars and stuff like that. Ironhide, he turned into a red van. He was a soccer mom of the Transformers. <laughs> and even because he had a repaint version that was painted all white to be an ambulance. That was Ratchet. And it, even an ambulance is cooler than a red van. Which, by the way, Ratchet was voiced by Don Messick. So, just so you know. Same guy who did the voice of Scooby Doo and Boo Boo and Papa Smurf and oh, okay. a bunch of uh, Muttley, a bunch of other Hanna Barbera characters. Um, uh, I actually met Don Messick once in person a long time ago. Really cool. But anyway, so yeah, all these other Transformers could turn into cool stuff. Optim I mean, uh, Ironhide, a red van. So even as a kid, I just thought that was hilarious. Um, and then later generation, I don't remember if it was Armada or Prime or whatever. Ironhide turned into this cool little cow print truck with a little uh, longhorn symbol on the front and one of my friends actually got me that version of Ironhide uh, it's, it's, it's a really tiny little toy but but uh, I still have them somewhere I think um, 
And I, in the movies, I guess he's like a big black truck and he's kind of mean, so I don't like him as much. But um, I'd say that if I did get into buying and collecting Transformers toys again, I'd, I'd probably get Ironhide first. I'd probably look for an Ironhide one first. Um, I do have another little toy I've got. It's this little figurine of classic Ironhide. He doesn't transform he, or do anything. He's just like this little figurine. He came with another Transformer that I should have put as an honorable mention to along with Shockwave, uh, Kickback, which was one of the Insecticons. I actually had the, it was a, like a little insect uh, robot that turned into a, a grasshopper, and he was like black and yellow and purple. I just thought he was cool. So that was the other figurine that this little Ironhide figurine came with. So, um, But yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's Ironhide. That's my favorite. So, well... I'll say this. Um, you know, your dad got that for you? Mm hmm. Uh, just kind of an interesting segue. Dad also bought me the first Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> and that's something you're really into. It is something I'm into as well. So uh huh. When dad, whenever there was like some special moments, I think, where uh -huh. dad was able to get us something or just kind of stuck yeah. for a long time. Right. Anyways, um, so. I had a lot of fun talking about this. I, I yeah. really appreciate getting cool. to come on this podcast. Yep. And I appreciate you taking the time to do this because I know with three kids and, you know, not a whole lot of time off, you know, it's hard to get, you know, free time to do this. So I appreciate you doing that. Uh, and I guess that's it for this podcast. Again, you know, thank you for doing this with me. Thanks as, for having as with, me. Uh, as with all my other brothers, I'd like to thank them too. Thank you, Jeff, for editing this. Uh, later on when he does do that and uh, you know like I always say your time is the best thing you can give somebody so thank you for that and I think that's going to be the end of the podcast so bye bye everybody bye you got the touch you got the power